Hello and welcome back to Glasgow Subway Journeys from SPT. My name's Fat and in this episode I caught up with SPT's Chief Executive Valerie Davidson. So lovely to chat to you. Thank you very much for taking uh, time out of your day. Uh, You're the Chief Exec. That sounds like a very important job. Tell me what it actually means and it involves. uh, that's a good question because it differs every single day. Um, And what does it involve? It involves leading the organisation, trying to set a tone for the organisation and basically being uh, with our politicians, leading them through the journey to public transport and a better network. That's the idea. Um, supported by lots of very skilled people. Keeps you on your toes, very, very busy. Very busy, very Fantastic. busy. Now, we're celebrating 125 years of the Glasgow subway. Uh, it's come a long way in that time. And why do you think it's so popular? You only have to look at the Glasgow subway to work out that more than 50% of the passengers don't live in Glasgow. Okay, And at this stage, after the pandemic, we're actually now at probably between 90 and 95% of pre-pandemic levels. That tells you it's connecting the city. So that's a huge number of people. The rest of public transport is a wee bit behind that. But if we've got 95% patronage of the pre-pandemic levels when the city are not returned to full occupancy in terms of offices, etc., that tells you that people need to use the subway. They use it because it's there. It's reliable. And that's what gets connects them to other parts of the city right round. So, so why do you think people are using it so much then if it's not necessarily for work? It's reliable. So you look at Saturdays and Sundays, our patronage is over 100% of pre-pandemic. So people are using it to come out, to come into the city, to go to leisure activities, um, to meet friends, to, to shop and, and to come to work. So it's actually, it's connecting them and it's reliable. And I think we've had such a change in public transport, unreliability with other modes. And, and that's not criticism, that's just fact. Um, but they've been able to rely on the subway and I think that's what's helped it. And what do you think are the Glasgow subway's kind of unique aspects? Well, you only have to be in the subway for a couple of hours to find that you will get a character. It turns up. It usually, 99% of the time, it's there for you. Um, It's affordable. I know know that's difficult in the cost of living, but it's an affordable mode of transport and it gets you to where you want to be. And there's usually something funny happening in the subway. doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Well, you say it usually takes a couple of hours. I mean, I would say a couple of minutes and you find a character in the Glasgow subway. There's always a character <laughs> in the Glasgow subway. It really does somewhere. not take very long uh, no, in, in a city like this. Are there uh, other underground transportation systems around the world which have kind of inspired you in terms of what you do uh, for the Glasgow subway? Yeah, well, it's really interesting, actually, because I've visited many. And people will tell you that when you join transport, you tend to look at other transport as you go around because all visit cities as we go around. I've been to the Moscow network um, and if anybody's been to the Moscow network, their underground is beautiful. Beautiful tiles everywhere. Beautiful tiles and chandeliers. We're not quite at that level um, in the Glasgow subway. If you go to Paris, it's very modern, but again, it's very artistic. So you have to look around the world to see how other people use it, to find out how other people want to design it as well. And we're creating a, a subway for the future just now. It's going to be unmanned operation in terms of drivers. That's not unstaffed in terms of stations, and that's really important. But we're trying to create a modern, vibrant uh, asset. When, when the trains are in place, that's a fantastic asset for the city. 
Now, of course, reliability is important. The fact that it's a re- reliable service is, is, is such an important thing. But obviously, what you just mentioned in terms of design, other transportation systems, and they've got their own very kind of unique style. And do you, is that kind of something that you think about, you know, making the Glasgow subway kind of an icon- instantly recognisable and iconic in some way? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Glasgow subway, you will know it's the Glasgow subway. It is got a very distinctive branding, it's got a very distinctive uh, atmosphere about it. Yes, it's small, but it's effective. You don't have to be large to be effective. It's small and it gets people round. Literally. Literally round. Either the, way. The Clyde Metro. Talk to me about this. What do you know about this? What can you tell us? So the Clyde Metro is obviously was announced by government. Um, and we've had a bit of an input into the Clyde Metro. Now, you have to put the Clyde Metro, look ahead and it's a programme, it's a network. It looks across the region um, and, and identifies the main areas of population and looks to see how you connect it. It will be a network of many things. It will be subway, it will be heavy rail, the proposal will be light rail in some places, and it will be bus, rapid bus as well. So it's a network and it's about recognising that a whole network is needed in a, reg- in a region for a region to be effective and, and to be sustainable economically. Now, you said over 100% at weekends, is that right? Or patronage, Which is incredible. It's yeah. fantastic news. So how do you kind of then cope with that increasing demand? What's What are the plans? Over 100% of our patronage just now, our current capacity can deal with that. It's looking to the future when you want to increase that patronage and get more people into the system that we will look to our new trains, we will have more new trains um, and they will come on stream. Uh, the new signalling will allow them to have what's called a tighter headway. So instead of a four to six minute service, you're looking at kind of three minute service. Um, in fact, I was just uh, discussing the 1975 three minute service. So. That's how you would cope with demand, and you need to look at how demand happens throughout the day as well. So you don't want trains going round empty. You want the trains in the system when it's busy. So we'll look at that whole piece of work to allow us to establish what trains need to be in and when. Can you just kind of elaborate on that video that you were referring to there? If you haven't seen it, there's a 1975 Peter Purvis um, for of a former Blue Peter frame, came to look at the Glasgow subway prior to the last modernisation. And he went into the trains and saw how they were operating and how those trains, which were two car sets, were actually functioning in those days, including being lifted, physically lifted out of the system. We now take them out on a ramp, out above ground, but they were physically lifted in a crane. And it's quite an interesting piece to see how things have progressed. Uh, now, how can you see the subway fitting in uh, with kind of future, you know, lives and how transportation is kind of going to evolve over the next decade? If you look ahead, and there's huge pressures rightly on us to reduce our climate impact. We need to get people out of cars, and that's not anti-car, but we need to get people out of cars and using public transport better. So the network needs to be effective. The subway is a really important part of that. We connect various points around the city that connect with rail, that we connect with bus, and that's how people make those journeys. So that's where the subway will play a really important part, looking ahead. As the city develops, further develops, you only have to look at the West End, the huge university campus, that's all moving down. The subway is really important for that. You look at the south side, we start to regenerate the south side of the city. Again, the subway's already there. As those areas get 
generated or regenerated the subway will be there to serve without getting a car in and out of the city. Talk to me about what you think the biggest asset that the subway has. Without the doubt, the biggest asset the subway has is its staff. Lots of people don't realise that the, the subway staff are in 365 days a year, even when the system isn't operating. There is staff in the system somewhere. The staff know the system well, and actually nine times out of 10 are very cheerful, we're very helpful, and they're our biggest asset. Front facing, and behind the scenes, we can't forget the guys who maintain our tunnels, which are 125 years old, which isn't an easy task, maintain our track and maintain those trains. So there's people that you don't see behind the scenes, and there's people that you do see, um, and they're the most important asset the subway has because they represent us every single day. And, you know, you mentioned right at the very beginning that the, the Glasgow subway is used by locals, but also by people who don't live in the city as well. And, you know, a lot of the time, that's the first person that you see when you when you experience Glasgow. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a very important role that they play. It is, and the number of times that you will get an email that will say, can you please pass on thanks to the station assistant at Shields Road, the station assistant here, or the driver there. I lost my wallet, uh, they helped me with my pram. People generally are helpful and uh, and they represent us. They, they don't see me out in the system every day, you know, delivering service, but they do see these people and they're really important. Well, clearly you're very passionate about that as well. And, uh, and everyone that we've spoken to has been very uh, enthusiastic about the camaraderie that's uh, within the company and how everybody gets on and that kind of sense of teamwork and you get to try lots of different things. I think that's something that everyone's really touched on. What's your favourite stop? Oh, Shield Road. Why? That's where I get on and off every day. Really? Yep. So you take the subway every single day then? I usually take it most days at some point and I walk in as well. So I do active travel. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for chatting to me. It was really, really uh, lovely to hear about your experiences and uh, what your future plans are. You're very welcome and make sure you're on the subway. Thanks again to Valerie Davidson. For more info, check out spt.co.uk and search Glasgow Subway on the socials. Until next time, goodbye.